Y'all are now tuning into your new favorite podcast, The Rosie Perspective. I'm your host, Rosie. I want y'all to get ready for some laughter, good times, great conversation, new perspective. Of course, we got to throw in some explicit content. Overall, dope vibes. Now let's get into it. Hey, it's your girl, Rosie. I'm back with another episode of The Rosie Perspective. On today's episode, I have a special guest. Mr. Ken from Ken Fluent Podcast. If you want to say what's up to the people. Booyaka, booyaka. Yo, what's up, y'all? Uh, Ken, Ken Fluent, uh, what's popping, y'all? I, I don't have a better introduction than that. Um, I was thinking of something as, you know, Rosie was speaking, so I ain't really had nothing for y'all. I'm, I'm going to run that back later on, though. But um, what's popping? All right, you got to work on some, some crazy shit, but you you know, you busted in with some booyaka. That, that's a good introduction. They're going to remember that because that was mad extra, but I, I see what you did there. But yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we get into the two topics that I have, I wanted to, um, if you could just tell the people a little bit about your podcast and a little bit about your Instagram, because you kind of, you know, do a little bit on Instagram, a little bit on your podcast. Just let them know a little bit of information about you. Mm. yeah y'all um i'm everywhere i do everything um and that's just really how we're gonna leave that i can leave it there but to give y'all some more context man um i'm a i'm an air force vet i work with the space force a little bit um i'm a biologist contract specialist uh they stand up for a hot little minute um a little bit of a writer i, I do it all i touch everything so i'm over you on comedy huh you did stand-up comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think is this funny? I mean, you know, not this funny for free. Like, <laughs> like we just casually funny. No. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's funny. I didn't know that. How was stand-up comedy? Is it intimidating? Because if people well, don't, it's a wrap. Well, okay, so, segue. But, like, what got me there was, like, um, in college, like, I was just wild as fuck, right? One. And two, like... I was always making people laugh. And like, when I didn't like necessarily get the big laughs that I was like wanting, I'm still going to take it there regardless because the shit's still funny to me. So <laughs> my ass laughing my ass off. Everybody else like, this nigga needs to stop. Why has he been going on this joke for five minutes? Like, I'm trying to work my premise out. And <laughs> like, uh, he was smoking like all day. So he was like hired in like, he probably had ever been in a hot minute. And he was like, so serious. So he's like, bro. You need to do stand-up, dog. You need to do stand-up. And I was like, all right, whatever. So uh, from there, um, there was an open mic night or whatever, um, and they needed somebody to host it. And it was like, man, it's like a quick, like, 150 to do that. Um, whoop do whoop um, Try it out. I talked to the dude for five minutes, and he was like, it was perfect. And I don't know if not a lot of people know this, but, like, hosting can be harder than actual stand-up sometimes. You think so? <clears throat> yeah because yeah, if people bomb you gotta be like damn this nigga suck like you gotta get the crowd back yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta like have like your on the spot jokes keep it rolling so it's like crowd work and then from the crowd work rolling to the next person so okay. if you notice if you go to comedy special or not comedy special but like comedy rooms or anything like that if the host has bad energy or if they're just not really hitting like that the whole vibe of the whole rest of the show is just done. The whole night is almost like that. So I hosted a couple of times and then I did stand up like two, three times at the same club. Um, then I went to my first duty station out in Ohio. Um, got really busy. I was in uh, a shitty relationship for a hot minute. Thank God I'm out of there. But 
unrelated. Um, What's a hot minute? Oh, yeah. Like it, it kind of came over from college and then like kind of picked up again. So it's like a total of like five years. Okay, that's a hot minute. That's yeah, a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. Wait, so half a decade with her raggedy ass. But anyway. Oh my um, God, Ken, that must have not been good. It sucks. It sucks. Vile. Tell us how you really She's a scum on the bottom of my shoe. Uh, anyway. <laughs> So was she on the East Coast? Because I know you're on the West Coast now. Uh, yeah, it was on the East Coast. Okay, so, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, um, because of all that, I didn't do anything until like right before COVID started. So I was like, oh, I was really in my bag like, right before COVID started. Like I was going, um, I was studying to go to dental school and shit like that. I had to stand up a couple times. I'm like, oh shit, I'm feeling it. Boom, quarantine stopped a lot of shit. So then I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So then um, I moved out here in August of last year and I'm picking up again. Haven't been to like a comedy club or anything like that, but I think like doing the platform here is kind of mm-hmm. like where I watch it. Um, yeah, so just having fun. Your podcast, your podcast is very like positive. You're not doing like celebrity news. You're not doing like, you have, it seems like you have like a purpose for each episode. It's like, it's not just talking to talk type thing. I feel like there's always a direction on where you're going with it because you do it solo. It's do you have any with guests? The ones I've heard, it's only been you. So for a hot minute, I did. Um, I can't make this up. Podcast. Shout out to them. Um, and me and Big T were interviewing people at the same time, but that didn't work because of my schedule. I'm real busy, and okay. I'm gonna start um, guests on the mind, but I haven't done that yet. So if you want to be one of the first. We can link it up. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. Uh, you know, we all in this podcast community. We all doing our thing, supporting. So yeah, whenever you do start, just let me know, and I will bless yeah. your podcast with my presence. Okay. Yeah. All <laughs> right. We're not Rosie perspective. We're Rose. I'm this motherfucker. We Rose because we fancy because we on campus. All right. That's how I introduce myself when I get on your platform. Is Rose from the Rosie perspective because that's fancy. I like that. So we gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't saving because I'm giving it to you. You can keep that. But yeah, right. like my kid, I be I be trying to keep it positive and like give people like like that's part of the name, influence. It's the influence yeah. and how I perceive and process the world because I feel like I'm internally a very like positive. Like it's hard to like fuck up my optimism. Like when I'm like in a bad mood, like people are like, whoa, like what? fuck happened um so like i'm trying to like spread some of like my ideas and spread some of my perspectives out there not to say that like some of them haven't already been out there in the world yeah, not yeah, to say everything's completely unique but at the same time i don't give a fuck who uh ti and tiny are fucking i don't give a fuck who uh won the world series last year it was the dodgers in la kind of lit popping off hours for no well, fucking so i guess you do give a fuck but yeah go ahead I give a slight fuck, but no, no, um, I get what you're saying. Cause some again, whatever works is whatever works. But some people yeah. their main focus is what's happening in these celebrities' lifestyle. Did you see so and so or so and so unfollowed so and so? Like I, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit either. That's just you know, so I get what you're saying. You rather talk about stuff that yeah. in real life. I don't give a fuck about who Ti and T- uh, Tiny's fucking either. Like, I'll make oh, a difference. Fuckers. Yeah. If I'm not personally beating them chicks, what does it matter to me? Like, how does yeah. that change my end of day uh, process? It doesn't. So it's just like you know, with man. this generation, they're just so 
they're so into all of the celebrities' lives. Like, it's a point, like, on a daily basis. Like, some people are like, oh, my God, like, I need to see what I missed. And did you see what happened to so-and-so? Granted, some things are worthy of talking about just because it's like, yo, these motherfuckers is wild. But not to the point, like, you know how people have stands, like, celebrities? Like, they're like, oh, I love so... I don't like anybody that fucking much. Like, I don't, I like people, I'm like, oh yeah, the music's good, but the music's good or so-and-so's cool, but I'm not a stand of any fucking body. I think it's weird. Right, <laughs> right. This is also why, like, I think people take celebrity shit to a, ne- a different level. And like, they'll, they'll say like, you know, how could so-and-so ever do this? And they get like really personally disappointed. And it's like, wow, you don't know them? And they're like, oh, never gonna listen to R. Kelly again. yeah. Yeah, I don't know R. Kelly. Yeah, I, like the song. I, I didn't care what R. Kelly was doing in the first place. Oh, Bill Cosby. I'm like, I, I'm gonna watch the Cosby show because I have separated and segregated Bill Cosby from Heathcliff Tuxable. And in my mind, whatever you do in your personal life, whether I agree with it or not, that's your business. Okay, Ain't so. Anything. I get what you said with Cosby. Okay, R. Kelly was wild, but like you said, there are some people that said, I don't care. And it seems yeah. like people, as more time went on, more people were not being on the bandwagon as far as some people really like, I'm not listening to him. And some people slowly but surely is like, yeah, the nigga was wilding, but I'm listening to his music and I don't care what you guys think about it. So are you one of those people that if I'm gonna listen to a song, I'm gonna listen to a song or do some of the songs now that you know that some of them were about children? Well, they hit different. <laughs> like, let's say Fiesta remix with Jay Z. I don't think that's about children, but then you have the ones you know, Leah and et cetera, et cetera. So, for you, does it matter which song or it just is what it is all the way around? You know, um, and, and choose your words wisely. It depends on the day. I'm gonna keep it a brick with y'all, and okay. that's what I do. Um, you know, some of them do hit different. It's like, you know, this is probably about children. Skill, you know, and sometimes I'll be like, Ignition's just a tough motherfucker to skip, ain't it? Ain't uh, oh my god, I believe I can fly. Oh, okay, I know, and everybody was singing that at school, but you Turn know. Back so again, so I guess for you it's selective. If the songs aren't oh. romance-wise, you don't feel crazy to listen to it type thing. And I know R. Kelly, the black community, done wrote him off. Some people, because some people still don't give a fuck. But R. Kelly was wilding. I, I disgusting. I don't know that whole thing. I'm just like I don't fucking understand it. But it is what it is. But um, I ain't gonna lie. Some music be some music. So I definitely, I definitely know. But um, but I also say that like one. I think it is a heinous, insidious, cruel, vile, like low level, like bottom of like the fish tank scum type shit to do. But at the same time, what a lot of people say, like, you got to believe people and you got to, you know, do this and that. But like at the same time, what I've learned kind of throughout life, especially it's been like really like doubled down and solidified in moving to Los Angeles is people will do a lot of shit for money. People will do a lot of shit to, uh, feed certain narratives and shit like that right so sometimes not saying that you got to take things with a grain of salt but sometimes i'm like we don't know the facts yeah yeah and when i think it's been like a very meticulous thoughtful like plan of like just tearing down black people especially black men yeah just over time so it's just like uh, it's not that i don't believe 
it or other things that they accuse. But I'm like, I don't know if they're embellishments. I don't know if they're people who have been paid to say or do certain things. Are right, you ready for the first topic? Okay, so um, I didn't realize, because I think you corrected me, that you are in the Air Force, right? You were in the Air Force? Correct, so I'm not right. familiar with the differences, but I know at first I had thought you would have been in the Army. First of all, can you tell me the difference between the Air Force and the Army? Is it just y'all fly a lot? So it's like, it's a lot of differences. Um, so Air Force backslash kind of Space Force, I, we still figuring that out. But, oh man, it's, you can really boil it down to a lot of things, but like when you see memes or whatever come through about like military and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, the army is like the most like normal branch of the um, military and mm-hmm. then like the crazy as hell and then, you know, Air Force is a little bit cushier or whatever. I feel like that's pretty accurate. Okay. Um, but all of my family is like either in the army or the Marines. So like real salty, okay. hardcore, like everything's aggressive. I'd be like, hey, what's good? Uncle Sim. Like, so little nigga, give me 50. I'm like, yo, um, I ain't seen you in a year and a half, B. Like, LOL. They like, oh nigga, give me <laughs> you. Hanging no hug. Shit like that. So yeah, Air Force is a lot more when it comes to like mission stuff, like we're more uh obviously space centered. Um, so like cybersecurity. Um, internet, flying um, okay. planes, that kind of thing. Navy, obviously, um, marine warfare, or like oceanic warfare. Marines kind of amphibious in between, like land and sea, um, and they go in first. And army is kind of like your blanket. Like if you need something, like right then and there, they're gonna be ones to figure it out. So okay, all right, yeah. I that gives me a little insight because I'm not too sure. Obviously, in the navy, I know it's the ship, so I know a little different about that because my god brother is in the navy, but. I brought up the Air Force, the Army, because an Army people, if y'all listening, I mean, if it don't apply, let it fucking fly. Okay, that's all I'm going to say before I say what the fuck I got to hey, say. Hey, real quick, real quick. Um, rest of the branches, Air Force here to stun on y'all. So I'm going to say that and just just take that. You, you've been stunned on, you will continue to be stunned on, and, you know, you're welcome. That's all I got. You're welcome. I'm going to get some smoke behind that, but uh, he said it, y'all. I didn't say it, but I was going to say, so I have this thing based on the army niggas. I know if my friend be like, oh, I'm talking to this dude. I'm like, okay. Da, da, da. And they're like, yeah, he was in the army. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. army niggas are crazy. I'm like, no, don't do it. I don't think I know a normal army nigga. Now, no. <laughs> I'm sure some of them have a reason PTSD if they were actually you know um what's the word um, uh, deployed overseas maybe there is a reason right. but needless to say I don't want to find out so I always discourage them from talking to our I, I tell them to take precautions you want to do it do it but I'm like yo so when they come back to me they're like yo this nigga this and that I'm like yeah would you they a little yeah, I do, do not want to find out yo <laughs> Am I lying? Do you have army friends? Are they a little off? I don't know about the Air Force. Yeah, so I got like most of my homies from like back home in Fayetteville, North Carolina, Fort Bragg. A lot of them niggas are army. A lot of them niggas are off. And my uncle's off. And it's cool. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, everybody... No, they're I'm a different crazy. level. You must say everybody's off. No, but their level be to the I'm left. Gonna I'm gonna say this. 
there will be like real like normal there'll be like very intelligent people in the army there's a lot of folks in the army that are hard workers got all these things going for them just amazing people but you talk to them for longer than 55 minutes and you'd be like that's why you're in the army you'd be like 55. oh 55 minutes about 55 56 minutes you'd be like oh, yeah, yeah there it go there it go I, I forgot and then all of a sudden we circle back okay yep there it go Mm -hmm. yes that's what it is and obviously if a chick's talking to a dude to get to know him it's gonna be longer than 56 minutes so some some shit gonna look a little a little funny but do mm -hmm. you think some mm -hmm. of them are like that i mean obviously we can't speak for everybody but do you think it really is the actual army whether it's a training deployment or you think they do you think it really has that much impact on everybody or you think some of these niggas was already off look i think that when it comes to a lot of this stuff um so this is a point I made in another podcast. I forgot it was a while back, but I, I think it might've been like with Juan and, but like, I think that whether we call it that or not, there are a lot of different cults in life, okay. right? And like, when you look at the definition of like, what what is a cult and like, what does that mean? The military is without a question a cult and each branch in its own right, if you want to succeed, you got to sort of, you got to drink the Kool-Aid a little bit, literally. You know what I mean? Mm, like, you okay. really have to be ingrained into it if you want to be a certain level of successful or if you want to make um, a career uh, X amount of years, right? So when it comes to saying, like, blanket statements, like, is it the training? Is it this or is it that? Partially, it's, you know, you're going to get who you attract. And there's that. And then there's also the training is, it is very immersive. I'll say. Um, so everywhere you look is army, 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 army. Um, life is army, work is army, your friends are army. Um, where you shop is army. Shit, it goes to the point where like the clothes you're wearing got cargo pockets on it, and I got my utility knife on, my car got the army decal on the side. Okay. And it's just, you know, your wife got the army wife t-shirt on so y'all whole it's life is damn near army pretty much once yeah you army if you make it like an actual longevity thing yeah yeah which is very unique because i don't see many other career fields where you know i, I don't know many niggas that work at amazon and their whole life be like i got on the amazon shirt my True. girl worked in the amazon <laughs> shirt you know what i mean I, i'm moving to the amazon damn it I ain't moving. You know, I'm about to move to the Amazon. I'm about to deliver things myself from A to Z. Shit like that. And I'm just like, this is the only career. Where yeah, but like is it the American thing, though? Because obviously they're like, oh, American, American. So I guess it's like the pride of being an American and, and fighting for our country. Do you think that's what all the extra shit is about? Because you guys aren't forced to wear army attire or put army decals on your car, right? It's Unless that's in y'all niggas' contract and we don't know it, but that's a choice, ain't it? it? It's a choice, but also, like, there's a part of, like, uh, blending in, right? So part of the Army stick is, or not the Army, but the military stick in general is, it's not necessarily being different. And, and they're changing that. They're changing the culture of the military as we um, move forward. And I'm trying to be as instrumental as I can about that, like, involving more people into... Uh, incorporate different mindsets into how we move and think within the military because I think there's a lot of benefit in taking from different cultures and different um, life experiences but as a whole like 
especially military of old, there's so much, so so much of a greater benefit of just being able to like blend in with the herd and just kind of like melt into the rest of it. You know, like when it comes to like haircuts, you don't want to get called out, so you get the same haircut. Uh, you don't want to dress too weird or too flashy, so you dress with the same. Basically, if I don't dress too different from my uniform in the first place, you can't clown it or you can't, you know, you can't say nothing about it. So yeah, like with the cars, you, you notice, you look around, everybody driving a Mustang, everybody driving a <laughs> Charger, you know. Well, they say that's why people join the army, they want a, they want a Charger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't talk shit about it if we got the same thing. True, so true. yeah, it, it, it's a lot of that going on. So it's, um, for me, I, I just think it's kind of like, I don't know, I ain't gonna say whatever, but I, I think. Okay, you, so do you, okay, so do you have any army friends where, you know, they, they talk to you about relationship type things, um, where you just like, all right, this nigga just be wild. And it may not be because he was time. in the army, but because they, whatever the case is. Okay. So all jokes aside, I do think army niggas is crazy. Again, if they don't apply, let it fly, but it is what it is. I ain't being whatever. You said but, crazy in ghetto? No, no, no. They're just, I said, they're just crazy. Oh, I thought it was like, dang, that's accurate. I had Gatto in there, you did that. That was Ken, y'all. But. Uh-huh. 40th, my bad, my bad. Huh? The 40th, that, it, it was already in there. It was already in my brain. You know what I'm it, was, it was on the tip like that. So do you have any suggestions, if you could think of any, for a woman that may be dating an army nigga, that may or may not have PTSD type things? that she really wants to kind of talk to like because yeah. they function differently and again i don't date army niggas but i have friends and i'm just like yo that shit sounds crazy like just i don't know like just everything like the way he like the distrust and all this extra stuff and super like aggressive not like beat her type thing but like just operating differently and i know some niggas operate like that that aren't in the army but this fucking episode is about the army so we well, not I know what you mean though i know when you say aggressive like for example like one chick um i was kind of serious uh, serious enough with um she was like ken do you notice that you wake up aggressive i said what you mean she was like when you wake up and your alarm goes off your ass boom you know what I mean? Like most people, they kind of like uh, roll over and slowly <laughs> tap their alarm and stretch, and they you know say what's up to the birds, hey birds, shit like that. Yeah, oh, wake yeah. up, boom, turn that motherfucker alarm off, damn it! We really? ready to go. You are aggressive like that by nature, but you know that's that's, that's other. Not too bad though, that isn't bad. But are you like you seem positive based on what I've seen on Instagram? So I don't know, but imagine like you being that way all day, pretty much. But you I can't do it. Can't do it. You gotta relax that asshole every now and again, man. You over here with your asshole puckered up and you just chest puffed out. But some all of them are people. though, so it's hard for my friends or people I know that's trying to date a dude that they really like, but it's just like I don't know, or they're so um militant, like everything's just like yeah. y'all have structure. So it's like I don't know, being from the opposite end, if you what would you suggest for like a woman? I mean, obviously besides patience, but do you have any like Definitely patience, but um and the PTSD yeah. thing though, because a lot of people don't know how to handle that. Like that's a lot. And and I don't think that you should go out go at that alone. If you recognize that somebody does clearly have something like PTSD, then you should have a conversation with them and say, Hey, like, how do you feel about getting help? And you know, there's tact and different ways you should bring that up. You shouldn't just be like, Hey, you got PTSD, go get help. People yeah, probably yeah. be like, fuck you. And like that's the end of that conversation. But 
there's got to be some type of like one rapport because trust is big in the military and everybody's out to you know quote unquote you know like get above the other person and people undercut each other all the time so a lot of folks got trust issues and that's just how it is yeah um so after you build that trust and you get that report them then i would you know tactfully be like you know there's help out there if you think that you need it and and it's always like if you think that you need it not that like i think that you need it but if you think well, that you need you think it if, if you say the other way around it's not gonna go well well so when it comes to like one leading people and like just my friends too it's like mo- most of my friends are military like most of like my closest friends are in the military some way or another doesn't matter what branch but when it comes to like that kind of stuff you can't be like so and so go do whatever because it feels like I, see how I even got my hand out like this go do go do so and so because that's like I'm giving you an order and like I'm not at work you're not my boss who are you to tell me an yeah, order yeah. Right? that's so okay, it's like and if they're already probably feeling like they they are aware of the issue and then you say well you need help they probably take that mad like right because i'm sure they already know like i don't function as i usually do function prior to so i'm sure they have some inkling that i'm a little off they may not want the help but they know yeah yeah so there's like a finesse and like and there's also like the it's it's a catch-22 because it's like a don't tell me what to do but i'll take your suggestion Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like readily, I, I'm pretty. You know, the, the military provides like a lot of like safety, a lot of normalcy, a lot of routine, a lot of structure. So when you kind of provide that in a different way, that's uh, more of a safe space. That's why. And I hate to put my homies out there. I got some homies out there. No clinging. No clinging. Okay. Okay. And okay. That comes with it too, because it's like kind of like falling into that same like trap of like. With with the military, things are so normal and things are so routine, but at the same time, it's very volatile. Like mm. I have a job and I'll get really good at that job because it's the same thing every day for you know a year, year and a half, maybe two years. And then after that two-year period, boom, I move somewhere else. You know, and then same thing, same uh thing, get new friends, new job, new experiences. Now that I've mastered that, boom, I move again. So all this volatility, where is the structure? So that's where a lot of times you see. Uh, folks so that is one of the things clingy yeah. i've seen some of my friends it's like yo he be wilding like he literally doesn't want to get out of his sight like he doesn't want, like everything's like super 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 clingy but that makes sense though because if you're so used to structure then or if you're so used to doing the same thing over any slight thing seems off because it's like it's not a routine thing but not even that but like it grounds you because you know like in the future if that volatility comes up again, that's my consistency. Like I have built-in consistency with this person. Yeah, like yeah. if I move from Arkansas to Texas, you know, like I still got like that continuity that comes with it versus just me, myself, moving, starting anew. Okay, what's up, Texas? What's popping? And getting new everything. Else. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, people be looking for that. All right, so I want to say something. I want to bring this back up because it was something that you said that wasn't obviously on the... But you said something about obviously first things first. Um, you attract a certain type of person. Do you think that's the truth? Well, with the as far as dating, with, do you feel like you attract a certain type of women? Because people say that often. 
and I've attracted some people that said, I don't know how the fuck you got up around me. I attract your raggedy ass, you know? So I don't know how true that is. But you said it, and it's something that people do say, oh, you attract? I, I know. I didn't attract that nigga. I don't know how he found me. So, Man, thousand percent. Thousand percent. I know you found me. No way, Ken. <laughs> Someone couldn't so, just... Uh, this is how I see it, right? So I, you you can look at it at the big scale and then like the medium scale, and then we can break it down from there. Big scale, I think, like when it comes to people going into the career field, I think it, it takes a lot to draw somebody to the military, you know, and it takes a very or they want a Dodge Charger, <laughs> or they want a Dodge Charger because on signing you get one, you get one. I ain't get mine. I ain't get mine, which is a little unfortunate, but you know, I'm, I'm gonna get some shit before the end of the summer. You know you what I'm saying? Should. You deserve it. <laughs> hey, hey front on y'all, man. I'm telling y'all right here, right now, <laughs> for the end of the summer, July, motherfuckers, I'm getting something new. Anyway, <laughs> um, it, it takes a specific person to want to get into the military for whatever reasons. There's an umbrella of reasons, but they're pretty unique or, or pretty um, succinct when you look across the board. It's like the same, like five to six reasons. Now, when it comes to somebody who is attracted to a person who's attracted to that kind of job, and they're habitually uh, attracted to that type of person, then you uh, something there too. Because I have a homegirl who's like, she dope person, very dope person, but like her her ex, everything was in the army, and every time you know I'm talking to her. And you know, I'm like, yo, how are things going? She's like, you know, I'm dating some dude. I'm like, okay, well, what's up with y'all, man? That's cool. I think you booed up or whatever. And she'd be like, yeah, he's uh, he's in the army. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I figured that. And then uh, it was like the last, either last dude or the second last dude. She was like, man, I'm dating this new dude. And they were school for a minute. And then she's like, he showed up at my job. He was wilding and, you know, yelling, cussing. And I was like, I ain't asked her no questions about the dude ever before and I was like so um what base is he at <laughs> and she was like uh how you know what base and I was like I know you know army why okay, like in her okay so do you think she's attracted to army niggas or does she attract army niggas because there's two different things I could be attracted to a certain type of nigga but the fact that you said something about attracting a certain a type of dude or woman so it's a little bold it's a little bold the same type a specific type of women uh it's it's different for me and as we we noted in the i'm an anomaly all right oh all right and and let's be clear about why is it different how am i different why is it different Because so do you like all, not attract like crazy chicks or clingy chicks or chicks that don't, do, don't like working? I do, but I don't tolerate it. Like I'm okay. okay. I'm 27, but like I operate like internally, I gotta be like 40 something, like no cap. Like I, I grew up with old people. Mm-hmm. And, like I was pushed always to like older people standing. So like I grew up like the youngest of like all my cousins. So anytime they did some shit or like they got into trouble or doing some bullshit, like I got into the same trouble. Like uh, when it comes to like fighting and shit like that, and like, oh shit, my cousin's finna ride. They be like, you too. I'm like, nigga, I'm 10. Like, what the fuck? Like, this nigga is 27. Fucking. 
Think I'm in fucking fifth, sixth grade. What, what, what am I here for? My my head not orange like. But like I'm out there too. So like for me, like I have a greater grasp of myself and who I am. So when I got in, I knew who I was before I got to the military. So like when a lot of people go into the military, you're still young. You're still like 17, 18. And some people, even like officers, when they go in, um, they get in at like I commissioned when I was 22, 23. So even then, people are very impressionable. And like you get in and you're like, oh, this, this is a whole new world, no Aladdin. And you know, they mold you into whoever. But like if you don't go in with who you are already, then that's gonna happen. For me, I, I've always been me and I, I, I think what like- you said is is the key thing. You said you do attract and you just don't tolerate it. And that's the difference. Cause I can say yeah. that a lot of the times. Because you attract different, I'm sure you attract hardworking women. I'm sure you attract gold diggers. I'm sure you attract all these types of things. But I think you probably just, I right, definitely not going to go that route. Definitely not going to go that route. Yeah. So I think so, what the case is, is like, I'm saying some guys, but most women, I feel like, you know, they tolerate shit a little longer than they should just because it's like. Nah. Like, uh, I think a 10 day process. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. I, okay. I was talking about 10 days and within so what's 10 up with days, your 10-day process break it down so in case the guys out there ain't he need a new process what's the your 10-day process yo man i'm not about to give you all my secrets because we got okay, give them a little bit give them a <laughs> little bit what so when you say 10 days you dead ass be like a week and a half in within that yeah. week and a half if you see something's a little off you cut her off yes dead ass and some <laughs> the thing is like it is up to 10 days so you get, you got the potential within 10 days. This is trial. Like, I don't have time in my schedule between uh, YouTube and Instagram, uh, working on my master's, actual work. I got like three full jobs at work that I'm working on. Um, and just general like self-improvement and self-care. I don't have fucking time to be dealing with some chick who's just bad and that's it. You, okay. Who gives a fuck? Like, <laughs> my ass is fat, and I got a pretty face. I got mad followers, and uh, this thing wet, and I can throw it back. Okay, who the fuck cares? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, you so, go you don't feel like, I mean, I get it. I get it. But at no point do you feel like you have a lesson and slide. You know, maybe she's nervous the first week. <laughs> Sure, sure. I'll let anything slide the fuck. But notice if I'm not texting you every day. First of all, why aren't you texting her every day? Why? Because I'm fuck nah, I mean I'm busy. No. (laughs) No, my nigga texting me every day. Yeah, but that's but that's what I'm saying though. Like if you're with somebody or like you considering somebody for an advanced relationship or like a steady relationship, then that needs to be an everyday interface. And there are days where I'm like, hey, I am busy, but you're going to get up. I'm busy text. Like, I'm thinking about you. And I want to text, but like, what I do if I'm like really talking to somebody, I'll give you my rundown of my day before, either the night before or that morning. Okay, so you say you give a rundown before your day gets started. India, so you're basically what? Telling her? So, yeah, I, I don't know shit sometimes. I'll, so like all of our shit um, with the military is on Outlook. And that's how I uh, take care of my meetings that I'm going to run and the ones I go to. 
And like if I have like paperwork to do in between, I kind of like schedule that. In. And you know, sometimes if I know we're busy like that, where you basically not gonna hear from me, I'll take a picture of the shit and I'll be like, "Yo, look, okay, um, six to like four, like I'm not gonna be available." And just because you see me post on Instagram, like I, to me, that's work. To me, this is this is a business work. So like that doesn't. Sure, that's but work. I'm not gonna front. If a nigga told me that, and he, ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh, and then I see him post on Instagram. Nah, you have nah, a problem nah. with that? Could have been attached to me, and I know it's not all about me. But if you killing a girl like that, yeah, you Instagram and you may send her message. But I wouldn't. But I, you know what I'm saying? Because for me, I'm like, yo, you gotta understand priorities. If you're trying to get a bag for me, you gotta understand that. What? So if you really like the girl, Ken, you was really feeling her. I refuse to believe you'd be posting on Instagram. You wouldn't even shoot her a message like, hope you're having a good day. Like, but that's what I'm saying. If I got time, I will. But if I'm saying, like, you're so busy, like, I can't, I don't have a minute extra to spare, then I'm going to let you know I don't got an extra minute, but I'm thinking about you. But the second I'm off work, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm going to take a shower or whatever, or I'm going to okay. run or whatever. Now, after that, yours. You know what I'm saying? For the rest okay, of the so night. There, there's some communication. Because I don't like divided attention. Because okay. when you were your attention is mine. Don't pick up your phone. I mean, you can, but I, uh-uh. Unless it's like your mama or something like that. I, talking to your friends? Fuck your friends. You're talking to me. Um, oh, you one of those. I am one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have quality time, you have fucking quality time, motherfucker. No, I get it. I get it. We not having quality time. We having quality time. No, I so, understand. I understand. Yeah, okay. yeah so when it's work time, work time, work time. And having focus dedicated like yo this is like no shit air force i'm just no shit like no kidding like i gotta get some posts done i gotta get some whatever out here on these streams so i can get these whatevers then that's what it is i'm, I'm out here and y'all keep talking about some oh i want a man who does this 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 and this but you want to talk to the nigga all day you can't have both yes you can no, you, can. you can you can i know i'm playing i mean i appreciate my man being a hard-working man and, and but i think I mean, we say that, but I think a woman knows because we're able to tell as busy as you are when you do squeeze in those little times because it's like you could take that extra five minutes to yourself because you don't have enough time of the day, but you choose to actually like hit me up to talk to me in the midst of, you know what I'm saying? So we do appreciate it for the most part. We be, some women do want to talk all day. I definitely like talking all day to my man, but it's unrealistic, like you you could talk yeah. to a bum nigga all day for sure. He got more than enough time to talk right. to you. <laughs> right, you're right. What you doing? Like, I don't uh anybody who asks me, they got enough time to be asking some dumb shit. Like, you didn't ran out of conversation. So what you doing? What you up to? Okay, yeah. You still doing what you said you were doing Okay. Okay, yeah. Me too. Like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely a, a, a stupid situation. But that does happen a lot when people have too much idle time on their hands, for sure. So, yeah. I mean, we definitely try to stay clear of those. Um, and then the other topic that I had, I had seen this, I think it was on Twitter, but somebody posted and they asked, so I wanted to get your, your uh, thought process on it. How do we know if someone isn't listening versus them processing what we're saying differently. Mm. What is a really good point? Because sometimes, let's say our thought process is really different, and I'm mm. explaining something to you. I think there's like a 
a, a fine line between like, okay, this nigga not listening versus like, nah, he heard you, but he doesn't process it the same way you process it. Not because he's slow, not because you're slow. It's just because the mind works differently. So yeah. what would you say, I guess, would be like a, a fine line for how you figure out whether or not the person is actually processing it differently or they're actually not listening? Right. So for me, it's always about time. It's always about tone and how you think of a person. So like, so long as like you're calm and even with them, I think you get a long way. But also when it comes to me, um, I'll either repeat what I think you said and, and I'll preface it. I'll be like, I don't want to fuck up your words or like, I don't, let me paraphrase. I'll say some shit like that because it's not like I'm putting words in your mouth, but like, let me give you my interpretation of what I heard. Is that different? Okay, if that is different, then correct me where I'm wrong. And then from there, you can work it out. But like, if a person isn't doing that or if there aren't those points of like, confirmation so if person isn't like interpreting what you said like in their own words and the person isn't coming back with like things that just coincide with what you said and they're like constantly like darting topics because i hate that like if we're talking about some shit and you bring up this whole long thing and i come back with a whole nother long thing back and then you just boom topics i'm like well fuck it i shouldn't have said shit man i just wasted okay Guys tend to say that women do that. Why y'all say that? I mean... Y'all know y'all do that shit. Y'all know y'all do that shit. Often. We do. And it's funny because it's like y'all will say... y'all brought up. (laughs) That's what really be making niggas mad. Y'all will bring up some shit and then you'll be like, answer the question, answer the question, answer the question. You'll be like, all right, what the fuck? Like, whether it's like uh, an argument or not. And then you'll be like, I guess I got to uh, answer. So you either verbally answer or you type out this long ass shit. And then she be like, I'm hungry as fuck. And you be like, nigga, I, what in the f- I ain't had Taco Bell in a minute. What in the f- Do you feel like sometimes for some of the disagreements or arguments you have with women when you say something and then she run it back? Because you're like, you will repeat it back to say if you missed anything. Do you feel like mm-hmm. when women do that, it's said completely different? I'm not going to lie. Sometimes oh. I throw in what I thought you said, like even if it's not what you said, and it's something because then when my man corrects me, it's like I, that's not what he said. But Y'all be seasoning the fuck out of what we say. I'm like, who the fuck told you to add old babe to what the fuck I just? That is not what I said. I didn't yeah, even say any words. I don't know if we can help while we do it. Okay, I know why we do it because we're trying to say it in a way that benefits us versus what you actually yes. said y'all be trying to steer guide conversations y'all be leading questions and then you will like set up y'all be playing chess with conversations and niggas really just be getting set up like a mug and i'll be like yo do. y'all do i'll be like so xyz answer so xyz answer so People are right into that shit. Move I move right into that shit. I mean, move a rook. People like, damn, like, what the fuck? Now I'm in a whole on some shit. I ain't even say original. Now I'm, I'm just sitting over here, motherfucking checkmate with, with the with the sorry simp face on, off of some fabricated bullshit that you done made up over the course of 30 minutes because I was tired and either not listening the whole way or there were just so many things back to back to back to back to back. It was just like, fuck it, man. She must be right. She talking. Because there's trust there, too. All y'all niggas think exactly the same because everything you said is accurate as fuck. Because it's even 
like you guys are tired or you really don't care to have the conversation, but you're having it because you're kind of obligated because you're in a relationship and it's like, okay, I got to listen to my partner. Or it is back-to-back. I am a back-to-back person. I can't help it if i got a question there is a follow-up question you got to answer for that i got a follow-up question you got to answer for that i got a follow-up question i'll make make it like conceited off while and out i'll be like slow it down (laughs) what did you say you be trying to go fast as fuck slow it down i just dissed you listen i'm about to run that back because uh questions why don't y'all be having follow-up questions like women be having follow-up questions why is one answer good enough y'all don't want more information See how you just asked five questions right there? That's the important one. The shit in the beginning is like what you were trying to ask to figure out what your middle question was. And then everything after that is kind of bullshit anyway. So you just aim for that middle question. And then when you repeat a quote back, there's trust there from the dude's end. So we're like, well, if she's going to quote me, if she's going to have the nerve to give me a direct quote, it must be accurate. Which is not the case ever. It's never the right case. I'm like, I ain't said none of this shit. We got to season it a little bit because we process things differently. So, you're right. I mean, whatever. We're not going to go that route because, you know, but. And then y'all do that too. Y'all be, this is what I'm talking about. That be the pivot. That be the man. All right, cool. So, anyway, next. we both do that when we know you got a point and we didn't think you would have a point, but then you say some shit and it's like the nigga's right. So yeah, we definitely mm-hmm. gonna turn the conversation around and be like, okay, well, all right. What y'all want us to say? Just how like y'all be like, guys need to take accountability. Um, they need to own up to their bullshit. Y'all need to do the same shit. Y'all be doing you know, all like this women don't like, take accountability. Take accountability. You don't think women take accountability? Hell no. Hell no. Every guy say that in 2021. What's in the water? I think we do. I've been saying that 2020, 2019, <laughs> uh, 18, 17. You can run it back. I've been saying that shit since third grade. It, y- y- y'all ain't never done that. Not never. Why not say that? I feel like we do sometimes. I'm trying to think, but I feel like. Women are performance actors. And y'all don't y'all don't be doing that. Y'all don't y'all be acting more than y'all be taking accountability. Y'all be doing all this talk about like how um, how important it is to be vulnerable and have um, facts and to have all these like um, layers of conversation. But then when it gets flipped on you and it's like, okay, well this is this is what we doing now. You be like, oh, now now we want to have accountability. This is this is weird, strange, awkward, and then y'all shy away from it. It's like, nah, bro, like we here now. This, this is the evolved state of the conversation, evolved state of the relationship you try to get to. So now, when, uh, when you do have instances where a woman is accountable, do you see? I don't want to make it seem like. All right, let me choose my words carefully because I don't want to make it seem like. Do you um? Not like. Not like give her recognition for it or praise her for it but are you cool like i don't have a problem with accountability but uh i don't like when it's like okay i take accountability like yeah i know like now you make me not want to take accountability like why you couldn't just let me take the accountability like when you start adding in there it makes me feel away and now i'm like 
you know what? I shouldn't have admitted, but the truth is the truth. So the accountability should still, but it makes my ego and my pride feel away because it's like, yeah. you say women don't take accountability. I do. And it's just like, yeah, I know. I could have told you that. Well, that's how it is for us. Like y'all be gloating and shit like that, but to keep it a brick, to keep it a band, to keep it a stack, to keep it a rack, to keep it a stack of racks. King ain't gonna keep it honest with you. When a chick is like very, like, when she's vulnerable in that way, and she's like, you know what? I fucked up. I'm taking accountability. Um, you were right. I, I, I shouldn't be out here dropping these shits out here on myself like that. But I, I'm bloody at that point. Yeah, okay, I've you got heard it. that before, right, too. You, I've you, heard that before. All right, you, you said you what? You, uh, you accountable? Oh, fuck. Okay. So what you want to do the rest of the day? God, you know what I'm saying? Y'all really be like, ooh, okay. <laughs> That's but, most of us. That's most of us. Like you show us a little bit of like accountability and like a little bit of like um, reciprocity when it comes to that kind of shit. And like you're not in like a gloating manner. You're not like you can tell like it's not about to be some shit up in the group chat. Yeah, this nigga said he's sorry. This nigga said uh he was lying. This nigga said you know niggas is honest as hell. A lot of times, or or they want to be, but when you know that kind of shit comes as like a almost punishment or as repercussion of being honest or being transparent with you, then it's like, man, fuck you, I don't do that shit. You're right, you're right. And that's the thing, it has to be a safe place for a man to even, like, want to be vulnerable or actually be honest. And a lot of dudes don't feel like it's a safe place. And I can say that. And as a woman, I know there's been times I've, uh, I have made it a very unsafe place to be honest, you know, but I'm working on it, you know, (laughs) you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but I think it's better that way. Your relationship will flourish, obviously. And I say from the standpoint, because women, we don't really have that problem for the most part, but it's a man. You think so? No, because men are the ones that's like, no, because men are the ones that need to just in a different spin. I think it, it's highlighted differently, but to me, from what I've heard, it, it's the same issues with the same um, implications. It's just, it's advertised different. It, marketing's a motherfucker. No, I feel like guys are always the one like, oh, you know, but I don't know if I could be much, be vulnerable. I mean, there are some tough shit, so I guess I can say that, but I feel like it's mostly men that have to wait until they see what type of person you are to start to you know, give you a little more, give you a little more. I feel like some, most times women dive into it and then we start taking it away once we feel like we don't trust you, but y'all don't give us anything until y'all do trust us. Right there though, right there. I think you hit a bar right there. You said, um, when they, all right, <laughs> all right. But no, nah, no, nah, real talk though. I think women get to a point where they're like, I'm so comfortable. They get overly comfortable sometimes. And it's like, I, I didn't ask for this much, you know? And it's like, I, so with dudes, man, like, there's still like a, a bit of, I don't know. So I, you said you didn't I, ask I don't know Sometimes shits get too comfortable and it's too much. Like, so good example of this. Like, uh, what you guys talking to for like a pretty long time, it was like, every time, you know, we hung out or like, I spent the night with her, you know, she spent the night with me. You know, she got something pretty nice or whatever um you know hair out we're reviving we're talking yada 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 and you know at night when it's bedtime you know wrap the shit up and that's that's cool ain't nothing wrong with that protect your shit 
it's expensive to get your hair done and I'm not going to do it. So <laughs> do what you got to do. So, you know, some weeks, some months go by and I start like showing up to her crib and like every time I see this girl, she got a bonnet on. She got a hair wrap on. She got a robe on. She got holy panties on. They all cotton. I'm like, yo, you've been on your period for like six months, like with these drawers on. Like you ain't got no, you had two thoughts this whole time? Hell so she no. got too comfortable. Just too comfortable. These are my comfortable drawers. Like what the fuck? Like, so would you not have wanted to see her ever comfortable or was it too oh, much no. comfortability all the time? It's all the time. Like it, it's a state, you know, it, it was kind of like, since I've got you to this point, now I'm going to be comfortable 24 seven. Yeah, you can't do that. Ooh. Ooh. Or on the other side, right? So that's like with physical things and with traits and shit like that. Um, sometimes language and how you speak to somebody, you can get too comfortable. Um, okay. So a chick that uh, wasn't the same chick. No, probably somebody else. Anyway, we was talking and I had did something. Well, again, we were getting to like an advanced state and uh, she seemed pretty cool. And I think I had done like a series of nice things in a row, right? Because mm -hmm. I was feeling her, she was feeling me and it was pretty mutual. And she said, something, 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 something out here simping for me. LOL. Oh, you didn't like, like that, huh? I saw the glint in her eye too, and I was like, nah, we, we, nah, we, we, we out here, we, we iceberg slim out here. We not doing that. We not. Was it the, uh -uh. Fact that she used the word sip? Huh? Was it the fact that she used the word sip? It was. It was that but also the glint in her eyes and sometimes as a man you know when one when your girl is testing you she's trying be careful of that and two you know when she says some shit that she said just to put into the group chat i'm like you have to uh put that uber ride into your uh group chat as well so you um, sent her in an uber huh you better not have sent her back in an uber it was day like nine or something. Okay, so at that time, day nine and a half. He probably didn't know, but speaking on it now, were you kind of like all set based on that comment that she made, unbeknownst to her? Like you knew, like your energy was about to shift towards her. Yeah, like yeah, there's like, one line that can fuck up a whole thing for somebody, and they don't even yeah. know. It, it's what dude. It, dudes are very like binary, and and I, huh? sensitive yeah everybody's sensitive no niggas be sensitive yeah, niggas are sensitive yeah <laughs> look I, i'm the first nigga to say that niggas are sensitive the first thing to come up here niggas is not sensitive we grown man look man i'm from the hood like the hood is the hoods Fayetteville, north carolina and it's also a military town so everybody around you trying to act hard but like the fact is everybody's acting hard usually from a sensitive place you acting hard because you don't want to get punked. You don't want to get hit. You don't want to get robbed. You don't want to get shot. And so you're projecting all the shit because basically you scared on the inside. You roll over 20 niggas deep because you a sensitive ass motherfucker that don't want to get uh, hurt or touched or whatever the fuck. You got all this, you know, money on you. You wearing all these fucking Gucci belts and fucking rocks and jewels and shit because you trying to show niggas to get money because niggas called you a broke ass clown in middle school. Because you was rocking uh, the, the dirty Reeboks with the hole in the bottom and shit like that. So, I get it. I get yeah. It. 
niggas is sensitive. And to act like anybody is sensitive is kind of like a middle finger to just being human in the first place. You're right, you're right. So, yeah, niggas is sensitive. And I think with men, I think it takes guys, as humans, we got to where we are human existence, biologists had, right? We got to where we are as humans by recognizing patterns. Niggas is like, how in the fuck did we get here with fucking saber-toothed tigers and mammoths and all these big-ass animals around and shit? How the fuck do we make it? Patterns. We recognize when the grass moves in a certain way, that means fucking leopard. When, you know, the tree move like that, big-ass mammoth is coming. Shit like that. So when it comes to guys, I think we still have a lot of that instinct left. We still have, like, a lot of that um, ingrained in us still. So when we see patterns like that, we see one thing and caveman brain comes on us like, oh, no, this ain't gonna work. And sometimes that's not the best thing to do as advanced as we are. Um, you know, uh, learning and being evolving creatures and shit like that, you can't necessarily fall back on instinct um, from all those years ago all the time, but sometimes that shit still comes up. So it's about how you deal with it. But sometimes, yeah, one thing is enough to be like, mm, pattern. And sometimes my I can hear it literally set in my head. I'll see one thing and literally I'll hear like an echo pattern. Mm-mm, nope, good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that probably saves you some time though. Meanwhile, women were like pattern and it was like, we'll see if it happens again, pattern. Okay, we'll see a third time, pattern. We'll see a fourth time, ma'am. Nah. But guys were like, nope. But you might be missing out on your blessing. <laughs> no? Okay. God said that he would bless me abundantly so much that, uh, you know, my, my cup couldn't hold it. So uh, if I missed one, then I'm sure there are plenty more. So. You got to answer for everything, Ken. You got to answer for everything. I do. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like this was a great conversation. You definitely gave your two cents for That's real. Right. And I appreciate you coming on the platform. I know it's been a, you know, a while coming. So I definitely appreciate you checking me out. If you can tell the listeners where to find your platform, they can listen to a little bit more of Kenfluence. For sure, for sure. Kenfluence is everywhere. Uh, Kenfluence is singing and soul, man. We out here in these streets. So find me on Instagram. Kenfluence, K-E-N underscore F-L-U dot E-N-C-E. That's Kenfluence, baby. Uh, you can search the hashtag. You can search my um, account. I'm up there. You can see me on Spotify. I'm on with my podcast. I'm on Anchor. I'm on uh, YouTube. Uh, trying to get over the Apple platform, but you know, soon to come. I'm on Google Podcasts, wherever you can find me. Um, I'm about to cross over to TikTok, so you know, be on the lookout for that too. And yeah, man, fuck with your boy. We out here. <laughs> All right, well, thanks again, Kim, for joining me, and thanks, listeners, for tuning in to another episode. Until next week. Yeah.